like I'm not good at anything. I think you're good at lots of things. Like what? What am I good at? That is a good question. Understand Life podcast, where we are helping you turn life into lessons. I'm your host, Leonard Neiman, and with me today we have Alyssa Neiman and Malachi Neiman, and we have a special guest today. I'm Kelly, Kelly Neiman, Neiman Anderson. That's my sister, Kelly. Hi. And she is joining us today, and today we are going to be talking about strengths. What yeah, you are, what I'm good at. Coming to you direct from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Uh-huh. So we are visiting my sister Kelly today when we're recording. As we've mentioned before, we record these a little while before I put them out, so I have time for editing and things like that. We are sitting in Kelly's living room and uh-huh. recording this, and she's going to help us today to talk about strengths, and specifically Clifton Strengths, or it used to be called Strengths Finder, was the book uh-huh. that a lot of people are familiar with. So there might be a lot of you that are already familiar with this. If you are, then it'll be a good refresher. If you are not, then get to learn all about strengths. Do you guys know anything about strengths, Alyssa and Malachi? Yeah. Ooh, what do you know about strengths, Malachi? It's when you're really strong. Like giant muscles? Yeah. What do you think, Alyssa? I don't know. You don't know anything about strengths? Well, here's the thing. I don't have very good muscles, so I'm not a good person to talk to about that kind of strengths. (laughs) <laughs> I think we maybe are going to talk about a different kind of strengths today, which maybe I have something to help with. What? Well, I learned when I was in school about the difference between your strengths and your weaknesses when it comes to your personality. I heard that you guys have been talking a lot about personality lately. Have you learned anything so far? Yeah. Like what? Yes. What personality types have we done so far? We've done, I don't know. Did you do one with letters? Yeah. That might be the Myers-Briggs test. Yes. Yeah. And so I have letters. I like that one a lot. I'm an ENTJ, which means I'm like Napoleon or Voldemort. Not classy. (laughs) But I tend to think that I'm the nicer version. It's pretty fun. All right. What about you guys? Do you know anything? What were your letters? Do you remember? E, a little bit on the S side, F. And then? You're definitely a J. You're an ESFJ. Super awesome. Okay. How about you, Malachi? You are Jenny Weasley. ESFJ. Rocket lady. Wait, wait, who are you? Jenny Weasley? Mm -hmm. That's my favorite character from Harry Potter. See, that's because you like her. It's better than being Voldemort lady. All right, so how about you? Who are you? Are you you sure you're Voldemort? I mean, pretty much every time, yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm sorry. Okay. So let's go over yours, Malachi. Mm -hmm. So are you I or E? E. You're an extrovert? Okay. No, I'm an introvert. Yes, that's what I thought. Yes, you are. Okay, and then are you intuitive or sensing? Intuitive. And then thinking or feeling? Thinking. And then perceiving or judging? Perceiving. You think you're a P? Yeah, okay. We we talked about that you were probably pretty close to the line. Yeah. So what are you? So we're going to go with INTP. Luna Lovegood. (laughs) Good. Or potentially... INTP could be Hermione. But today we're going to talk a little more about strengths. Have you ever heard about strengths? No. Yes. Okay, what have you heard about them, Melissa? 
that my parents talk about. Your parents talk about strengths. <laughs> Do you ever hear about weaknesses? Yes. Yeah. Like, like this guy, Superman. Like Superman has a weakness? Superman has a weakness in its kryptonite. You're right. He just can't overcome it, right? But what are some of Superman's strengths? That he has laser eyes. He can fly. For sure. He has super strength. He has lots of things. This is a really good example. So Strengths Finder basically says that we should focus on our strengths instead of our weaknesses. What would happen if Superman spent most of his day trying to overcome kryptonite? He wouldn't save anyone. He wouldn't save anyone because yeah. he'd be so focused on fixing this one tiny problem. What would happen if Superman used his strengths most of the day, Alyssa? He would save lots of people. He would save lots of people, right? So the point behind this Clifton Strengths Finder, mm -hmm. as far as I understand it, is that a lot of us waste a lot of time focusing on our weaknesses instead of working from our strengths. Sometimes this happens at school. The best example a lot of us remembers at school. You've heard the story about the animal school? An no. animal school? No. no. Here's how the story goes. There was a group of animals from the forest who all got together and they said, we need to make a school for our kids so that they grow up to know the things that they need to know. And so there were the fish, the bears, the squirrels, and the birds. Got it. And so the birds said, what's really important is flying. We need to try and teach our children how to fly. Right. And then the bear said, well, we think that digging is really important, so we need to teach our animals how to dig. And fish said they need to teach all the animals how to swim. And the squirrels said we need to teach animals how to jump. But what happened was then they tried to teach everything to everybody. How do you think the fish did at flying? Horribly. Mm -hmm. How do you think the birds did at jumping? Or digging. Oh. Trying to dig with their feathers. Mm -mm. Do you think that worked? No, no. No, and so that's what happened or with the birds with or the bears trying to swim. The bears bears <laughs> can swim actually. Can bears fly? Yes. No. No, bears <laughs> yes, very well. <laughs> Maybe they could jump, but I don't think they could fly. Uh, for sure. <laughs> so let's take an example. Some people have more than one strength, right? So maybe yeah. the bears could learn how to swim and jump and dig, but they're never gonna learn how to fly. So the school tried to teach all the babies all the skills. And so they focused on the things that the people couldn't do. So then they had the birds continually try to dig with their feathers and they broke a bunch of wings. And they had the bears try to learn how to fly and they were getting really injured because they were not bears. really <laughs> successful at that. <laughs> right? Nobody got good at anything that they really could be good at because they were focusing on their weaknesses by trying to get good at everything. Yeah. Does this ever happen at your school? No. Well, I know you don't have to learn how to fly, but do they try to teach you lots of things <laughs> in school? Sometimes the teachers try to teach you lots and lots of things. Are you good at everything you have to learn at school? No. You're not? Are there some things you're not very good at? No. You mean you're decent at all of them? No. Are there some things at school that you're better at than other things? Yes. Okay, what are some things that you're better at, Alyssa, at school? Math. You're better at math? Okay, that's awesome. But Malachi, what are you good at at school? Science. Awesome, cool. What's something that you're not as strong in as you are in math? You might be good at everything, but maybe you're not quite as good in it. Or something you really don't like? History. You don't really like to spend a lot of time in history? Well, I like history, but there's the assignments that are kind of hard. Got it, for sure. Malachi, how about you? You're really good at science. Is there something that is either a little bit harder or a little bit that you don't like? Social studies. You don't like social studies as much? Okay. 
So what if your teacher said, you can't learn any more math until you're as good in history as you are in math. And she said, no more math until you get better at history. What would you feel about school? I would hate it. You would really, really hate it, right? What if your teacher said, you're good at math. Let's give you more math. How would you feel about that? I would like that. Awesome. How about you, Malachi? What if your teacher said, you know what? You don't get to have any more science until you get really good in social studies. What would you think? Boo. Boo. What if instead your teacher said, hey, you're good at science. Here's some extra science you could do at home. What would you think? Ah, ah, ah. Yay! Uh. <laughs> right, exactly. That's basically how StrengthsFinder works, except for a lot of grown-ups, they spend their time at work instead of at school. And they find that a lot of the times, their bosses really want them to fix their weaknesses before they're allowed to work from their strengths. So people end up feeling really sad at work because they're spending all day doing something that they don't like or they're not very good at. Kind of like if Superman was spending his whole day focusing on getting over kryptonite instead of doing something he's good at. And that's kind of where Clifton Strengths Finder came from. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yep. Awesome. Okay. There is an actual test. You can go to, it's like strengthsfinder.com or something. How about you put it on your link? Okay, I'll put a link to it in the show notes. There is a cost to take the official StrengthsFinder test. Yep. Kelly and I have both taken that test. When you buy one of the books, like there's StrengthsFinder 2.0, or the book that I had was called Living Your Strengths. When you buy one of those books, there is a code to take the strengths test online in the book. So if you are interested in taking the test, you may want to think about just buying a book instead. But I will put a link to the website where you just take the test if you're interested in taking it for yourself. Also, if you read the book or listen just to this podcast, we're going to give a really brief overview. There's a bunch of strengths. How many? There's 34 strengths. Yeah, which is a lot. In this podcast, we're not going to be able to go in-depth into each of them because that would take like a long time. Four hours. Yeah, longer than we're going to make this podcast. But we will try to go over each of them super quickly so that you can get an idea of what each of them are. Especially you kids can get an idea of what each of them are. We will talk to you then about what you think your strengths probably are. Mm -hmm. And Kelly and I will talk about our strengths. For those of you listening, if we don't cover one of your strengths, then I'm sorry. Feel free to reach out to us. There's a couple ways you can do that. You can go to our website at leonardneeman.com slash podcast, or you can get redirected there from understandlifepodcast.com. Also, you can go to our Patreon page and become a patron, and we really pay attention to anybody that messages us on our Patreon page. We will yes. give a very detailed response there. If you become a patron of ours, we really appreciate it, and we try to engage with our patrons a lot. And yes. that you can get there by going to... P-A-T reon.com slash all one word understand life. Got it. If you happen to be an office manager, a professor, or somebody else who interacts with a group of people and you like the Strengths Finder book after you purchase it, the organization actually has great trainings that you can go to and longer term events where you can learn how to implement this really great in your workplace. I have seen this work really great in a couple of different contexts. I happened to do this in graduate school and we learned about our strengths early on and then learned how to choose our coursework and then choose our internship experiences based around maximizing our strengths and then use those strengths experiences in our portfolio, our application, and our interview process to make sure that we were working from a healthy place when we got our job. And so our professors worked really hard at making sure that happened. And then some of the local organizations that I work with also use these strengths. They actually had their nameplates outside their door list their top five strengths mm -hmm. and new employees would get trained in this when they came on and people would use their strengths as a way to interact as employees and maximize their efficiency 
as an organization. And those orgs said that it worked really, really well. Especially in a modern day organization where there's more collaboration and less hierarchy, collaboration works really well if you understand the different people's strengths. Also, lastly, there are some other podcasts that are all about Clifton Strengths. I will put a link in the show notes on the webpage to at least one, if not two, of those podcasts as well. If you really think that this is amazing and you want to get tons more information about Clifton Strengths, then one of those podcasts might be a good choice for you. Yeah. Another thing is we want to let you know that if you're not listening all the way to the end of the podcast, then you are missing out. Every week we kind of have a closer and then we start our post roll off with a thanks for listening. And I know that some of you kind of stop there, but all the way past that, then we always have some outtakes or jokes or things like that. So please listen all the way to the end in order to get all of the content. We also have bloopers. So StrengthsFinder is actually really countercultural in the United States because have you guys ever heard someone say, you can be anything you want to be? Yeah. Have you ever heard someone say, you can do anything you want to do? Yeah. Yes. What if you wanted to fly? That's not possible. That's not possible. Now, you could learn to be a pilot, but you're not going to fly like a bird. Like, it's just not humanly possible for you to do that. You probably can't be anything you wanted to be. And a lot of kids think that they really want to be, for example, an Olympian or the president, but they might not get to be that thing. Does that mean that they're like a huge failure? No. No. no they could be really good at something else, right? And well, when Malachi was little, he wanted to be a ghost when he grew up. That's not going to happen. <laughs> That's not going to happen, which is kind of unfortunate. But we don't like to tell kids, well, you can't really be anything you want to be. So the point of strengths is to say that you can't be anything you want to be, but you can be a lot more of who you already are. So whoever God made you to be, you could be a really great version of that. I'm never going to be a marathon runner. Ever. God gave me lungs and a heart and I can buy great shoes, but I'm just frankly never going to be a marathon runner. I could be something else. What do you think that you want to be? A librarian. You think you want to be a librarian? That's very cool. Why do you think you want to be a librarian? Because that's what I want to do. How do you know you want to do that? Because it sounds fun. What about it sounds fun? I like reading books. Okay, you really like reading books. Are you good at reading books? Mm -hmm. So librarians need to have a few other skills. They need to be able to talk to people about books that they like, even if you don't like them. Do you think you can do that? Yeah. Yeah, for do, sure. Do you like pretty much any kind of book, though? Yeah. <laughs> All right. So something that's who you are is a book lover. So you think that you could be an even bigger book lover and love all the books in the library. Yep. For sure. That's cool. Awesome. That's a really great example of using your strengths. How about you, Malachi? What do you want to be besides ghost. a ghost? Okay, if you can't be a ghost, what else would you like to be? A scientist and an inventor. A scientist and an inventor? Do you know what you want to invent? No, but that's why I'm going to invent it. That's for sure. <laughs> now, you said that one of your favorite things in school is science, right? And you want to be a scientist when you grow up? Yeah. That's a great example of using your strengths. And a really great example, parents, is if this is something he wants to do, spending a lot of time at school making him a better reader would not be something that StrengthsFinder would recommend. But encouraging him to be a better reader so that he can do better science would be a way of focusing on his strengths. Science is a strength. He's not going to be a very good scientist if he can't read other science stuff, right? So you have to be a good reader, even if, in your case, you are a good reader, but even if that happened to be one of your weaknesses, you're going to need to know a little bit about it, right? Yeah, and that plays into what I was going to say, which is you can be 
essentially whatever you want in quotes as far as like a profession goes because most professions have lots of nuances to how you can be that profession like a scientist is a great example there's some scientists that work in a lab by themselves all day and they dig really deep into a very specific thing there's other scientists that do a lot of research and so they have to do a lot of reading but they're not in an actual lab there's other scientists that go out and do research by doing interaction with people and gathering data from people. So depending on exactly what your strength is should change exactly what kind of niche you get into. But if you want to be a scientist or you want to be an astronaut or you want to be a whatever, then you can find a path that will get you to that if that's what right. you want to be. But the point of StrengthsFinder is to use the skills that you are good at in order to get to that point rather than to focus on the thing that you're not as good at right. in order to try and make that better because you think, oh, to be a scientist, I have to be really good at understanding... Calculus. Yeah, let's go with that. Like, I really need to know calculus to be a scientist, and that might not be true. There's going to be some scientists that really do need to know calculus, but there's going to be some that don't. 77% of American parents think that the, their kids' lowest grades deserve attention. And what StrengthsFinder is really focusing on is that, of course, you don't want your kid to fail any of their subjects, but let them enjoy their top subjects and really get some enjoyment out of it, and it will help them practice when they get older. There's all sorts of different kinds of strengths. Let's just throw this out there. You guys know me really well because I'm your aunt. What do you think are some of my strengths? What are some things that I'm good at, that I like to do, that I, are fun for me, that I do a lot of? What do you think? Going to cat cafe. I like cats. That's a thing, for sure. What else? You're very talkative. I talk a lot. You can tell from this podcast, for sure. Anything else? When I'm not hanging with you guys, what are some things that I do with my life? How would we know? Well, I'm not with you. I'm a pastor. You're right. Do I read a lot of books? Yes. Yeah. I read a lot of books. What else? Go shopping. I go shopping, but where else do I go? Around the world. I travel around the world. I read a lot of books. I talk to a lot of people. You're right. And when you guys come, I do a lot of planning, right? Yes. For sure. Too much planning. So all those things <laughs> are things that happen to be my strengths, right? I'm good at communicating. I'm good at planning. I'm good at learning information. And that comes out, you guys see it, that I do a lot of talking, I do a lot of organizing, I do a lot of reading and traveling. Those are totally strengths. So the way that this book talks about it is my number one strength is communication. Are you surprised? No. No one's ever surprised when they find that out. <laughs> my number one strength is communication. I like to describe things, talk about things, write things. I like to turn ideas into stories. Great communicators communicate through stories yeah. because that's how our brains are actually designed to remember things. We remember stories a lot better right. than just data. Len, what are some of your strengths? Well, what do you guys think I'm good at? I think you're good at podcasts. Okay, well, thank you. I'll take that. <laughs> Anything else? What's the Magic. Magic? Good at, like, the game? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good at magic. Games. Games. I like games, yeah. And you said I'm good at a game. Name's Magic. What kind of person would be good at games? Someone who's... Do you know the word for that? Um, competitive. Yes, competitive. And that is one of my strengths. It's not my top one, but it is one of them. For sure. He's always been competitive. When we were kids, he always wanted to play games with me, and he always wanted to win, and he almost always won, so I would just choose not to play with him. <laughs> we didn't play that many games after a while because... Because I would lose all the time, because competitive is not one of my strengths. <laughs> so what's another one of your strengths? And what I kind of games do I really like to play? 
ones that involve a lot of brain power. Yes, thinking. And so, like, what kind of thinking? Thinking on what your next move is going yeah, to be. Yeah, that's right. Thinking about what your next move is going to be. Do you know the word for that? It starts with an S. Strategic. Yeah, strategy games. Or, yeah. And so strategic, that is actually my top strength. I am strategic. And that's why I like to play strategy games because yeah. it uses two of my top strengths. Strategy, which is my number one strength, and competitive. Also, when you play a game multiple times, then what happens? To get new information. What is it called? It starts with an L. Learning. Learning. That's the one. As I play games more and more, then what do I do about the game? I learn. learn. Yeah. And that is also one of my strengths. I'm a, a learner. Malachi is doing the loser side, so he, you lose. <laughs> sometimes. Well, sometimes he does lose, but the reality is that people with the competitive strength really hate losing and will actually avoid a lot of situations where they think they might lose. Especially in your sometimes. case, because you're strategic and analytic, you will often consider ahead of time whether or not you're going to win and focus on areas where you might be a better winner, which is why I think that you really like these strengths finders. Because as a competitive and a strategic and a learner, you basically have learned the strategies to get ahead and be competitive, and you find that strengths are some of those things. You work from those areas. So I'm strategic as well, but because I'm not competitive, I don't really care about being strategic in games. What I do instead is I like to sort through all the things that are in front of us and find the best route to do things. So when you guys come, that means we've got 10 things to do and three days to do them in. And I want to find a strategy for the maximum amount of fun. Do you think Kelly packs in quite a bit of stuff usually? Yes. Way too much stuff, for sure. I always do too much stuff. Just in life. Really in life. <laughs> That's because one of my other strengths is being an activator. I want actions, decisions. I'm eager to accomplish and get things done off the list. So I'm more likely to do more things in a day for a shorter period of time at each. Because for me, the joy is finishing a lot of things. That's really hard if you were doing something that you liked and you have to stop doing it to go do something else. A lot of other folks don't like that category in me because I'm an activator. I'm like, oh, this is fun. There's 34 strengths, but one of the exciting things is that the Strength Finder actually organized them into four different domains of leadership strength. This is a lot like the four types in quadrant theory that we've talked about before. They don't match up exactly with the one, two, three, and four that we've talked about previously when we talked about quadrant theory, but they are pretty similar. And as I mentioned in that podcast, the Quadrant Theory podcast, there's a lot of ways that you can cut personalities into four types. And those four types are usually pretty similar, but sometimes exactly where you draw the line is a little bit different. So sure. the lines that StrengthsFinder draws is a little bit different than the lines that we talked about in our Quadrant Theory episode, where our family talks about types one, two, three, and four, but they are pretty similar. And one of the things I found is that a lot of groups, families, student groups, organizations, businesses, often tend to lean towards one particular set of strengths. They think that's the one that's really going to make their organization successful. And the reality is that strengths are designed to work together. So you need an even balance on your team. Different roles have different kinds. Dada, this is taking so long. But there's just so much good information to share. <sighs> Should we just cut it and share the rest of it next week? Yes, definitely. Then I guess we're done. We hope you learned something today because the more, the more you know, the, the more, more you grow. Malachi, Alyssa, Kelly, and Leonard, out. Thanks for listening. We've already had people ask what they can do to help us. 
Right now, the number one thing we need is listeners. So that means having you continue to listen, which I hope you just want to do because you liked it. And telling others about the podcast. That is what we want most of all. But if you're looking to help us out financially, that would be really, really awesome. You can do that by becoming our patron at Patreon. For those of you who hadn't heard of Patreon, it's a website that helps us as creators to engage with our supporters and receive your financial support. You can get there by going to patreon.com slash understand life. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash all one word understand life. Thank you so much for your support. Also, if you're telling people about the podcast and they don't know how to listen to podcasts, you can have them go to our website, which is leonardneiman.com slash podcast. That's L-E-O-N-A-R-D-N-I-E-M-A-N dot com slash P-O-D-C-A-S-T. Anyone can listen to the episodes there. And we'll let you know other ways to listen, too. Like what? What am I good at? That's a great question. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good question. (laughs) You really want me to have it in there like that? Like, what am I good at? (laughs) Okay. Take two. Exactly. Yeah. But you know, I don't think I'm good at anything, so. You don't think you're good at anything? Oh. I think you're good at lots of things. Like what? What am I good at? (laughs) (laughs) That's really great. Take four. Okay. We're going to be like 212. Fantastic. What's a personality? It's a analogy for a person. Mm, Analogy, okay. I'm an ENFJ. No, you're not. That's Alyssa. You are not Alyssa. So, you remember that your dad and I were brother and sister when we were little. We're about your age, right? Yeah. So, here's a fun story I have for when we were kids. One day, I was trying to be a nice older sister, and I told Leonard, I said, I thought you did really good at that. And he said, oh, no, I don't think I can do anything good. And I felt so sad for him because he looked sad. And I thought that he didn't care and he was a sad person. So I spent all day sad for him, thinking up ways to make him happy and praying for him and helping and being all worried. And at the end of the day, I said, Leonard, I'm sorry that you don't think you can do anything good. I think you can do lots of things good. And he said, Well, I can't do anything good, but I can do lots of things well. And I was so upset at him because he had made me sad all day because of that. I thought that he had low self-esteem. Instead, he was trying to fix my grammar. That was kind of mean. (laughs) Thanks, and I hope you tune in next time to... Understand Life.